0: right now we're aware that my mic sounds a little raspy and a little radio-y i promise it's not am radio we just have shitty equipment and are in the midst of redoing a studio so i'm (coughs) sorry if it pisses you off it pisses us off but hey that's just how we roll here at the too fat to play podcast i am your host austin with me as always he's fat he's got nine fingers He's already got alcohol in his hand. It's Ryan. What's going on, everybody?
1: Uh, We're another week into training camp. Um, I guess let's go ahead and get our sponsor out of the way. Uh, Sticks Golf Lounge in Humboldt, bringing you another episode of the Too Fat to Play podcast. We're ready. We've actually sponsored a golf tournament not actually associated with Sticks. I do believe Sticks will be a sponsor out there as well, though um so we're ready for some golf should probably go hit up sticks make sure when i get out there to the links i don't you know put a driver through
0: somebody's skull i don't think any amount of times it sticks is going to help with that i mean all that's going to do is make sure that you're used to throwing it into a projector screen sounds good enough for me well i guess like twitter let's change the name of this bitch and get to an x moving on um been some wild crazy weird moves made to this point um with multiple teams and we're just going to kind of hit some of the the big ones um and i i know it across most people's radar it probably seems irrelevant to most but this being the show that we have described to you as multiple, multiple times as a tight end show. The Raiders cut OJ Howard. Um, Man, what a fall from grace. Dude, I, you told me if you would have said something, Grant, I would have told anybody that would listen. listened. Three years ago, I thought OJ Howard was going to be one of the best tight ends in football. He's a great red zone guy. He can run after the catch. I don't know what has happened. um, But by God, he's now going to what his... If he signs with somebody else, that'll be his fifth team. I think so. And, I mean, the Raiders suck and they didn't keep him around. They signed him this offseason to replace. Mm -hmm. They brought him in after Darren Waller left. Or they traded Darren Waller, who has been absolutely porching Giants camp. Um, I don't get
1: it. The move doesn't make sense, especially since they don't have any sort of backup plan, it really doesn't feel like. Uh, I mean, do you have Foster Moreau, who we love? Foster Moreau's a saint. Or Foster Moreau's a saint. Forgot about that. Yeah. He was a Raider, what, two years ago? He was a Raider last year. I, for some reason, I was thinking he was battling cancer all last year. It was just yeah. during free agency. Yeah,
0: just the season. Yeah, so... so yeah, now what are you going to do? I have no idea. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to throw to Max Crosby, I guess. Um. And
1: I'll go ahead and say this. In Garoppolo's defense, Garoppolo to Howard would have been electric. It wouldn't have been Garoppolo to Kittle. You're not going to have a Garoppolo to Kittle or a uh, Mahomes to Kelsey type connection with by just changing tight ends. It's not just based on the quarterback. But the way Garoppolo targets tight ends, you have to have that big receiving threat. You need the safety blanket. He's a lot more Alex Smith than what people want to give him credit for, and there's nothing wrong with that. Alex Smith made Vernon Davis an incredible tight end.
0: Yeah. There's
1: nothing wrong with having your tight end be your safety blanket. So giving him that safety blanket after he pat finally passes his physical what's he gonna do now
0: i don't even think they drafted anybody i'm i'm not sure i'm gonna have to i'm I'm gonna look into it real quick um but no i i don't really know what the raiders plan at tight end now because i i genuinely thought oj howard was going to get another shot to be you know the training the tight end through this um I guess they have... If I'm looking at this correctly, they have Austin Hooper. I forgot they had Hooper. Okay. I mean, that. I like Austin Hooper. Oh, and they they did draft Michael Meyer. Yeah, Michael Meyer. That's right. Okay. Um, Okay. I can live with it, but still, man, O.J. Howard, to to become as dispensable as he is from where I thought he was going to be... Okay, so let's just stick with O.J. Howard real quick. The guy's talented. We know he has some issues with drops. He's a middle-of-the-road tight end with upper tight end ability. Yes. So, you're one of these fringe teams.
1: Do you take a chance at him, Or, here's one I like even better, and I've got three teams on my mind. See if you can name them. If you're a contender with a good tight end room already, and you want a tight
0: end too? I mean, San Francisco? Philadelphia? Uh, they weren't
1: on my list, but I can see it. I was going Kansas City, Cincinnati.
0: I So, I, I don't think he ends up in Kansas City. Cincinnati, I do like. I also don't hate the Jets or the Dolphins. Um... Kansas City I like I, the Dolphins a lot I do too I like the
1: Dolphins The Jets would Be a good Spot If Aaron Rodgers Actually used Tight ends Not named Mercedes Lewis
0: That's fair But Cause he had Rob Tonian but, but I think with, with the way The Jets offense Is built The receivers Are built a lot more For speed Than jump ball Which is what Rodgers has Typically played with Um I like, granted, I love O.J. Howard in the red zone. I, I, I don't care. Give me O.J. Howard in the red zone. It's, it's something. He's big. He's fast. He can jump. I, I'm good with him in the red zone. And, but I, I do like him in a lot of places. I Kansas City's probably not one just because Kansas City's already trying to make the decision on which tight end's not going to make this roster, because. They're probably carrying six receivers, and I don't see them carrying four tight ends again this year. Hopefully, I mean, nobody gets hurt. So, and for any a long time listener, if you're wondering
1: why your resident Bills fan, me, hasn't brought up the Bills for that, uh, they have Dalton. Dals- they, they've Knox. already
0: got and, tight end one and one.
1: Yeah, and Dalton Kincaid. There's no, You can't add a third tight end to that. Bill Belichick tried, and one of them turned into a murderer. <clears throat> Did you see his brother got arrested? Yeah. Planning school shootings. Great family. Lovely people.
0: All right. Allegedly. <laughs> Good call. Good call. Um, we'll we'll move on from the Raiders now since we started with Raiders and ended with... Well, where you usually end up. Um, Moving on. In a jail cell, about four inches off the ground. That was a bit much. I'm going to need you to not do that at all. That would be great, thanks. Allegedly. He had a lot of wives in prison ryan i'm trying to do a podcast here i would really appreciate it if you would assist me with that oh god just kind of like the nfl top 30 top 100 list you're pissing me off
1: oh god
0: you good now uh for now Because you realize we haven't mentioned probably one of the most important things that we could potentially mention in this exact episode of this podcast. Oh, yeah? There's football on Thursday. It's the Hall of Fame game, admittedly. I don't care. I was was waiting for you to say it. I mean, for God's sakes, Kellen Mond is going to take snaps at quarterback. Speaking of, and
1: since we had no clue what we were going to talk about coming into this show... You brought up quarterback that's not going to make it in the league in Kellen Mond. Um, I made that abundantly clear last year. Um, and, well, if you guys would have known me two years ago, I made it abundantly clear then. Uh, the guy's got the throwing motion of a, uh, a robot using its leg to throw. Um, did you hear word out of Bucks Camp? Kyle Trask isn't making this quarterback competition there's a real shot he's starting week one over
0: Baker Mayfield I mean I watched a video that the Buccaneers put out on social media talking about Baker letting it fly and he threw an absolute duck into double coverage and I'm not sure who the receiver was it might have been Russell Gage because I think he's still there made an incredible catch and I was like, you guys realize that was a horrible fucking throw, right? Like, that throw gets picked off in a game every single time. I'm not terribly surprised by that. I, I think if, if you wanted to say the, the guys that would be surprises that you could have starting, I think Trask could take the week one job. And then whoever the rookie that the Cardinals drafted, because I can't think of his name right now, yeah, I can't think of it either. Um kid out of Stanford. Probably going to be starting quarterback week 1. And that is weird. I mean, obviously with the Cardinals it doesn't really matter who's starting because their current starter we'll see after next year, but their current starter is it probably going to be back until November, December. So let on the bucks if you're Baker. I
1: and I obviously this isn't gonna come across as I want it to because of my history um with uh Baker living rent free in my head. Uh I'll just admit it. I'm a big guy. Wouldn't say I'm a big man, I'm just well, I'm a big guy. But I also know when shit is what it is. What do you do as the former number 1 overall pick who's on your third team in what are we now 6 years in 4 years
0: his fourth team Oh it
1: is his fourth team
0: It's his fourth he team He was with the
1: Rams last year. God, he re- really should have and signed Br- Browns with the Rams.
0: Browns, Panthers, Rams, Bucks.
1: Fourth team in 6 years. Mhm. You get beat out by Kyle Trask. What do you do? I mean, I... I heard a clip, and I ha- it's weird. Typically, about this time, every year, I start listening into my sports talk radio again. I haven't touched it. I was actually scrolling through Instagram on lunch, came across the Herd clip, seeing Baker Mayfield. It was the Herd. I knew I was going to at least laugh. He brought up a... I, I feel like it's a valid question. Why not retire and go be a college football analyst? where you're going to make good money, and you have... that I, I feel that's the perfect spot for him as a college football analyst. Because I think right him now, and RG3 would make a great pairing. As much as I can't stand the guy, I, I already plan on watching it, so let's not get too misconstrued. I would tune in. Because outside of his football antics and everything else... Baker does seem like he could be a pretty cool guy. You get him around a a whole bunch of other bros. You get, you sit him down with Tebow, the polar opposite. I feel like that pregame show
0: would be absolutely phenomenal. You know what? They need to have a Heisman pregame show. Yes. Baker, RG3, Tim Tebow. If if you're if you're not in the NFL, you have a seat at the table
1: every week. Bring on a a retired. Bring on Barry Sanders.
0: Yeah, just but like you know wherever wherever game day is, you know have them travel a game day or whatever. Reggie Bush, I. As soon as the
1: NCAA fixes that bullshit,
0: well, they're not going to because the NCAA and the NCAA hasn't fixed anything since ever. Right. But Reggie yeah, oh my god, that would be awesome. That would be an incredible pregame show. Say, I mean, you could put I mean, we know RG3 is an amazing on-air talent. Probably yeah. tweets a little too much. Yeah, but what bowl game was that?
1: That it was him, Taylor Luan, and uh when
0: we was with busting with the boy when we did yes. the busting with the boys. Uh, I don't remember what bowl game that was, and but
1: he had to end up running off because his wife, wife was lived. giving birth, yeah. yeah.
0: At one point in time they were all in a dog pile in the end zone. Like, like
1: uh, How is that not Maybe it's just our age group, maybe it's just the the us in our childish ways. Sometimes that's what I want to see, especially in a sport like college football, where, yeah, there's a lot of gambling. There, there's still everything that
0: the NFL has. Speaking of gambling, I have something I want to touch on before we move off of college football. Yes. Um, did you see the Iowa punter or kicker uh-uh. has been alleged of making like $4,400 in bets on college football games? No He has um, He might not get to play anymore Because he was making bets On college football Yeah Hey bud I'm not one to tell you what to do Clearly you're better at life than I am That's good shit You should probably not bet on games as a college athlete I don't know if you noticed But the NCAA Is kind of made up of assholes and by kind of made up of assholes, I, was mean, I mean, it's entirely made up of assholes. And not the good kind of assholes. They're all the bad kind of assholes. Every one of them.
1: Love it. Absolutely love it. But. Alright, I think we've strayed far enough away from the NFL. Um, let's get back to it. Uh, I'll go ahead and say it. I'll throw it out there. Soft lob. Jonathan Taylor,
0: where he, where's he going? I think he's a cold I mean I, I don't I don't think So every, everybody's reports Is that's going to be a second Either a second or a second and You know second and no name running back Second and sixth Second and conditional fifth Conditional seventh whatever The NFL Seems to value running backs Only in the trade market I don't know what this Jonathan Taylor situation is going to be. It terrifies me considering I have selected him as my keeper in our football league or fantasy league. Um, So I'm not sure what the hell I'm going to do right now, but I think he's going to be a Colt. I just don't think the Colts are going to accept a trade for him. Now, what does that mean moving forward? I don't know. I just don't see the Colts accepting a trade for him, and if they do, they're not going to do it in a timely fashion. I don't think um, Jim Ursay might as well be part of the NCAA because he's an asshole. But it it is. I don't see how Indianapolis lets him walk, especially with Zach Moss breaking his arm. You know, maybe maybe if Moss comes back and all of a sudden thank you for playing your phone in the middle of our podcast, no, I do appreciate that. I'm just trying um,
1: to click on some news I thought I'd seen, but no. Let's go straight to an ad.
0: Well, it is the internet. I just... And it's gone. I can't even get to the link I was trying to open up. Phenomenal.
1: This is awesome.
0: I, I just don't... Like I said, I don't see a way that the Colts trade him. I mean... I mean, I guess you go out, you sign Kareem Hunt, you sign Dalvin Cook, whatever. But I mean, that guy knows he's not getting paid either. That they're not going to sign them for any relevant relevant money, because that I mean, Ursay is at the head and the forefront. I mean, for God's sakes, he said he he said he could die and t- and Jonathan Taylor would be out of the league tomorrow and nobody give a shit, which I'm not saying he's necessarily wrong. Because we move on from running backs so damn fast I mean Outside of Derrick Henry and Christian McCaffrey I guess Saquon I mean, hell, Kamara might not play this year And I barely hear his name brought up And We we move away from the running backs so damn quickly But Jonathan Taylor is valuable And he's more valuable than a second round pick But there's nobody in hell going to give you more than a second round pick for him I mean, you're not getting a first out of that guy. You're not getting a second and a fifth. You're not, I mean, you're not getting value out of him. Like, at very best, I think you get a second next year's sixth. Like, that's what I think you could get out of Jonathan Taylor, and I just don't think you can trade him for that, and I don't think they will trade him for that because they're not going to see the value in it. I didn't think they were going to trade him up until
1: Jim Ursay made that comment. When Jim Ursay made that comment, to me – that was a, your position is, like you alluded to, so undervalued that we're not going to give you up. Or that we're we're not going to pay you. So I almost took that as a, your time here is done. Unless you take my, well, and the other thing was he hasn't even sent an offer sheet in. No, and they basically said they're not going to. So, that that's where, and obviously, he doesn't have any
0: leverage. Jonathan Taylor has no leverage in this situation. Yeah, I mean, he can hold out, but again, I mean, granted, I do think Ursay might be in a position where he's going to end up putting his foot in his mouth, because how are you going to sign a running back moving forward? I mean, for, heaven forbid they draft one. I mean... What what are you gonna do when you draft a running back in the first round and that running back goes, hey dude, fuck you. I know what you're gonna try and do here. I, man, I don't know, I don't know how this is gonna end. I think it's gonna get messy, but I just don't think you can. I don't think they're gonna trade him because I, they're gonna value him above what they actually value him at.
1: Right, they're gonna say you're not worth the fifteen million. You're worth a first round. No, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Yeah, but I mean that's exactly what the NFL is doing with running backs. So I, I believe he gets moved. I do think a team will overpay. Um, I'm looking at a team, uh, place like the Cardinals who needs a splash. They need a safety blanket. Um, especially when you don't know what's going on with your quarterback position. I get Kyler Murray's great, and he's short, and he's fast. Um, He hasn't been on the football field uh, very much in the last couple of seasons. So let's say you do walk out that USC rookie. Your running game is good. Having a two-headed monster in the backfield would help a lot, and it'll set a foundation. I can see them giving up a second And I don't think it would be this year's fourth, but I could see second next year's fourth for a team to overpay. Or a team like the Patriots, who, let's be honest, they don't want to admit it, although Bill Belichick did. He had an opportunity to name Mac Jones a starter and said that the guys were battling it out. Look, we all know that Bailey Zappi is the best quarterback on that roster. Play Bailey Zappi kick your soon-to-be expensive backup to the curb. You have to stay cheap at that position. Or you have to sign them early, like the Chiefs did. Like, like there's things that you have to do, and these teams that are just fumbling it are going to have to go for that splash to give their fan base a hope, because when you're not selling tickets, you're
0: not making any money regardless. I, I don't see a... A bad or a middling team trading for him, um, just just because I don't think they're going to see the value of giving up a second rounder to have a running back for potentially a year. Um, well, I could also see a team like the Cowboys pairing him up with Tony Pollard. So I could see a team that that and has, not allowing Dak to lose the game for him. So I could see a team that believes that they have that they're in their Super Bowl window and. I know as much as we talk shit on them, I believe the Cowboys do have a window. It might not be a large one. It might not be wide open. Oh, no. They have to hit it perfectly. They
1: have to hit every break. They have to be on the opposite side of the 49ers and the Eagles. Those two have to be playing week one. one. The Cowboys have to have the one seed, Niners, Eagles playing in the divisional round. Yeah. And then whoever the hell else you can think of has to... Get upset by a team like the Giants or the Vikings or something like that, and that's your Super Bowl window. It is the perfect size that you can fit through. It ain't gonna be comfortable. I mean, Dak can't hit it, but exactly, yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, Zeke can run into the wall around it, although he's not there anymore. You've been
0: trying that for the last fucking decade. He's also not anywhere else yet, so. I guess he took a a visit with the Patriots. But, uh, now I'm. Now, that's a guy I'd love to see on a contender.
1: And it's not. I'm not a a Zeke fan. I've never been a fan of his. But what he does
0: on short yardage situations. Oh, I would love for the Chiefs to sign him only for first and goal. Let me phrase this. And under one to go in goal. Yeah. Third and one. Hell. Third and two, throw
1: Zeke in. Yep. I, I don't care what roster, the Bengals, the Niners, the Chiefs, the Bills, the Dolphins. Um, the Ravens. The Jaguars.
0: The Jags, yeah.
1: You put them in any one of those teams, and you'll say, look, here's your $6 million, sit down, shut the hell up, When we get put that ball in your hand, three yards. You give me three yards every play. You give me one and a half, you're gone. Mm-hmm. Three yards
0: every play. He's getting those three yards. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I I would love for the Chiefs to have him just for its its third and goal from the one. Here comes Zeke, touchdown, Kansas City. I, I'm I'm on here for it. Just Kansas City has a tendency to get a little razzle dazzle from that range, and it scares me way too much. But I, I get it. Yeah, I get it. And no, I I think Zeke has a very clear value in the league. It's it's just not a lot of value. I no. mean, you, it's and it's, he's
1: overvalued. That that's a guy that's overvaluing himself. Yeah, he, I mean, he he got that massive contract, and hasn't lived up to it, and it's suddenly everybody else's fault. Yeah, I, I get it. You were a first rounder, and the other guys that came into the league around you are gone. You're still there, um, and you haven't been the best running back on your team since you signed that deal. Uh, hate to break it to you, Tony Pollard's top six
0: in the league running back. I would say so I'm. I'm really interested to see what he does this year. Um, getting, getting to be the workhorse. But no, I, I think he's I think he's at least top ten. I mean he's he's shown ability. So I am I'm I'm excited to see what he looks like this year. You see Trayvon Diggs get into it with Dak?
1: Yes. Yes I did. This is why that Super Bowl window's very small. Because that team is, it's not imploding. It's held together just enough on the outside to look like a shiny weapon. You start looking at it, there's cracks everywhere. That defense is great.
0: All time great. What's that offense going to do? Yeah. No, I mean, and. I- don't get me wrong. I am. If if I'm a Cowboys fan, I am kind of excited. I'm you have a, to be. You have. This is your best shot. Say so you have a good running back. You have the the remnants of a really good offensive line. I I don't know what that offensive line is going to look like in total this year, but you have the remnants of a really good offensive line. Because Zach Martin's a huge question mark right now. Yeah. You have a quarterback that, if you genuinely believe... If, if he can be Alex Smith, you've got CeeDee Lamb, a, a good receiver. You've now got uh, Brandon Cooks, a good receiver. And Brandon Cooks is a good enough number two that he's going to take pressure off of your number one. You've got... Uh, oh, who's that other... Who's their number three? I want to say Gallup. But yeah. You, yeah, it is I Gallup. think it is Michael Gallup. You've got him, if if he's healthy and right, I mean if Michael Gallup's your number three. Outside of the Bengals, who has a better number three receiver? Not only that, but you've also got Dalton Schultz. At tight end oh no. No, you don't. No Dalton he Schultz left. Dalton Schultz went to the uh Houston. That's right, he left.
1: I don't know who their tight end is. I don't know who that's another good tight end that doesn't get talked about enough. Absolutely. No uh, he's I don't know how he's going to do well, how he's going to do in Houston. I don't really trust their quarterback situation. But, obviously, if if Houston hit the quarterback, which I've stated, I stated it the night after the draft, I don't think they did. But if they did, then that team is going to – it's in for a quick turnaround. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, now I have to find out who their
0: their tight end is. But – but i genuinely believe that <laughs> i don't and this is the first time i've ever said this first season i've ever even remotely thought it dallas has a chance are they the best team in the nfc no are they be, are they the best team in their own division probably not do i believe they can win their division yeah jake ferguson You guys screwed me in fantasy last year. It's the only reason I know his name. (laughs) In which league? I was only in one. Oh shit, you were. So, it's the only reason I know his name. is because I was trying to figure out who the fuck Ferguson was. Because it was the one week that I had Schultz. So. But, I mean... Man, that might be a good place good landing place for OJ. granted, um, was was it OJ? No, he was a Texan. Um But if if that team can actually get themselves going, if that team can live up to some of the hype, that that team has a chance. I, I genuinely believe that. The Cowboys could be really good this year. They could be seven and nine as well. Seven and ten. Seven and ten. Still, still get used to the new records, but I, I genuinely believe the Cowboys could be a a, a problem in the NFC. I, I I think they could win their division. I think they could skate in as a playoff or as a wildcard team. They could miss the playoffs entirely. Just it's just the Cowboys, but I think they'll be good enough to to make the playoff run. And I think they'll be good enough to challenge in the playoffs. And then it, I mean, in the playoffs, it's the playoffs. We know who's going to be there. We know we know what it takes. We, we're we used to seeing it. Are they good enough to do that? I don't know. But I think they're good enough to make the dance, and I think that they're good enough to keep it interesting. It, I mean, especially in,
1: with this sport being it's a cliche, how many times last year was there an entire week of football that was any given Sunday? Oh, God, yeah.
0: Uh, it is, it is, and you get into the There's playoffs. What, 256 games in the regular season? And 60%? I mean, for God's sake, the Chiefs lost to the Colts. Niners lost to the Bears. The Vikings lost to the Jets. We could do this all day long.
1: It, 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 this, we're getting into the beauty of the sport now, but the phrase, any given Sunday... Isn't just, well, this team had a bad day. This other team found something to play for. Sometimes that's all it takes. Remember when the Lions, I don't know, beat the Packers at the
0: end of the season? They had nothing to play for. They only played for spite. They only played to make sure Aaron Rodgers' last game in Green Bay wasn't in the playoffs any
1: given Sunday you give any team out there a reason to come out and throw haymakers
0: they will yeah even if it's their own like hey they don't think we're good enough let's kill them I mean I mean for God's sakes who was it that was up on the was it the giants that were up on the or no that went up on the Vikings. Remember, the Vikings turned around and had the largest comeback in NFL history. I
1: think it was the Colts. I think that was Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, I think Day. it was the Colts. I think it was Colts on Thanksgiving Day. It because was Thanksgiving Day because I was at my in law's house. I love them all to death, but the football game wasn't on. And I was sitting there going, guys, we've got to watch this. No, we watched KU basketball instead.
0: It's a pretty good trade off. Um, Is it? I mean, it would have been on the second TV, but, you know. Exactly! They joked
1: that Thanksgiving was here this year. I was like, I don't think you guys realize how serious I am about Thanksgiving being here. There's three football games. I have four TVs, and I get that they're at different times. You guys can watch whatever the hell you want. I
0: will have football on four TVs. Speaking of national holidays, did you see the news that the NFL unveiled on Monday? I don't think I did. There is going to be a simulcast... I did see that. Of the Super Bowl. <laughs> Listen, I've asked for simulcasts of the Super Bowl. I won't lie. Nickelodeon wasn't my first choice. No. Will it be on the second TV? Yes. Absolutely, freaking it will be. Because, quite frankly, to watch Patrick Mahomes get slimed, in the end zone on um, the game-winning su- touchdown of the Super Bowl, I'm here for it.
1: I don't, I don't like this imagery that I'm getting. I'm getting terrible oh flashbacks. And now you, I'm mixing. Could you,
0: could you imagine just Damian Williams just, just high step and, 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 just, and then just slime and mixed with whiskey? Ugh making me sick. I might have to get a third TV because we'll just do what we did last year, have two TVs, and then just have this, have Nickelodeon over there on the side so Gemma has something to watch. God, yeah, I don't, I just, like I said, I, I'm happy that they're doing a simulcast. It's still not what I want, but they're getting a simulcast. I, I guess that's a win. Um, I mean, I, I still just want the players mic'd up simulcast. That's all, all I need. Yeah, and um, the uh, the sky cam. Yeah, just just the QB view, and the all twenty two. Yeah, all twenty two and and twenty two players mic'd up. Sign me up. Um. Anyhow, back to actual football news. Um. I kind of posed this question to you before we started. Um, we're gonna get into. I know there's a shit ton to talk about. And I, I just trying to avoid getting bogged down in some of the nuanced shit. You know, we we are a podcast that we're not good at giving our takes sometimes, um, and, and that's something that I think we're going to try and do better of. If it may be a little less news and a little more takes. We'll see how it goes. Um, see, I mean, however we can get our personality to show through seems to be how we win on this podcast. Um, so when it comes to incoming rookies is there any offense defense i don't really care that that you're that you're excited to see anybody that you are looking forward to seeing anybody that you think is going to do or be more or less than what you than what you thought either at the draft or what you thought coming into training camp um i've actually got a couple and obviously
1: I'm excited for a couple of my rookies. Uh I can't now remember the uh the linebacker, um I wanna say D uh D Williams. Fuck. I think he was out of T C U. Winters? D Winters, yes. Um, and uh OU tight end that the Niners picked up in the seventh round. I'm mm-hmm. pretty excited for those guys just because of the scheme fit. The one I'm most excited for out of the entire NFL. I loved the day one pickup. It's actually by a team we were talking about pretty in-depth. Quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. I feel like Anthony Richardson is him. Uh, Everything I'm seeing out of Colts camp is, holy shit, he can make that throw too. And his arm talent was never the question or his arm strength. I hate the phrase arm talent, but. It You you have to use it. His arm strength was never a, a question. His accuracy was. People perceived him to be more of a Trey Lance. He's not scrambling. He's throwing the ball. He's looking like Justin Fields before the draft. He's putting zip on it. He looks good. He needs Jonathan Taylor his rookie year. Which, if there is anything, any reason for Jonathan Taylor to stay... It's because of that quarterback. Maybe we'll have another Dan Snyder situation,
0: where well, let's hope not. But just so, in terms of, so I don't, I don't think there's anybody that would ever want. No, and I, and I'm pretty sure. I mean, I work with a Washington fan. He would not wish that shit on anybody.
1: And that definitely didn't. I didn't say how that how I wanted to, uh, but, and possibly you know. Getting a new getting some new ownership in there, even though Jim Merce will never do so. Yeah. Getting I feel like they finally got their quarterback and up until now, it felt like they have their quarterback, they've got their defensive leader, they've got some offensive veterans that know what they're doing. I don't care what anybody says. Michael Pittman Jr.'s a fucking stud at wide receiver. You still have a decent O line you need to retool just a little bit. Quentin Nelson can't do it all
0: himself. Um, and last year he wasn't very good at doing it. No. and I hope Hopefully he bounces back because I love Quentin Nelson. Right. But dude, has, dude did not have a good season last year at no. all. So I, I feel like with what he's got
1: around him, and it's not a lot, it's enough for him to come out, cement himself – as what, I, I, right now, he's my um, prediction for Offensive Rookie of the Year.
0: Okay. So I also have a couple that I'm I'm extremely interested in. The ones on my team, I, I don't know that I'm, I know Andy Reid. I, I just don't expect the rookies to get a lot of run on the Chiefs. Um, I hope Felix is better than I think he's gonna be. It's really funny you say
1: that because our teams, as similarly as they are run, they're run so differently.
0: Well, and and I'm, the the rookie thing might be changing with Reed, considering the super. He started a Super Bowl with four, or five rookies starting. I mean, his defense played six of them, but I just. I don't know the the big the big picks that we got. I just don't. I don't find myself expecting a lot of. I I mean, Rasheed Rice might do something. Honestly, I think if there's a receiver that's going under the radar right now, that's on the Chiefs roster currently, I think Justin Ross is probably more likely to have a big season than Rasheed Rice is. Um, but I think of the guys that I'm really looking forward to seeing this year. Jameer Gibbs seems to be that motherfucker in Detroit. Um, Dude's basically, if there's an offensive play, he's in. If he's not at running back, he's at wide receiver. Which is weird because during his draft
1: profile and everything leading up to that, he was kind of listed as more of like a Dalvin Cook running back. And they're using him
0: like... A Debo Samuel. Yeah. So I'm excited for him. I think the rookie that I am most excited for and it pisses me off is Christian Gonzalez for the Patriots. I think that dude has a legitimate chance to be Defensive Rookie of the Year. I think he's going to be a problem that you give a highly talented cornerback with those kind of ball skills and then you go, hey, Bill, you're coaching him. I, I think that's going to be going to be a real fun watch. I like I, that pick. I, I think Gonzalez is it, it, he's who I'm leaning towards for defensive rookie of the year. Of course, Bijan Robinson is exciting. I just I, I think the hype's already there, so going over anything on on Bijan's kind of just it's just repetitive at this point. Right. Um, no, no, no. Bijan's going to be a problem in this league. Don't don't take this as me just brushing him off. B. John Robinson's going to be a good NFL running back. He's going to be a fucking problem for anybody that plays him. B. John Robinson might be the reason that the Falcons win the NFC South. And that's just partially because there's only one quarterback in the NFC South, and that's Derek Carr. So it's wide open. And, but, I, you know, again, everybody's giving love to Bijan. If he's there in the first round of the, of, of the fantasy draft, I'm probably taking him. Like, I, I have nothing against the guy. I am absolutely expecting him to be great. I just, I've just i talked longer <sighs> about him than I intended on, so we'll move forward from him. Um, I think some of the other guys that I have seen, um, I'm trying to think of who all, there's, there's one more, um. Joey Porter Jr. for the Steelers. The battles he's been having with George Pickens, I think are really going to set him up for success. Or it's going to burn him to the ground, one of the two. Because George is doing George things, even to his own teammates. So it's weird that I'm going into the season and I'm looking more forward to some of the defensive guys. Than, than some of the offensive guys, but I I think premium quarterback is kind of becoming that new, new big thing. Um, I mean, it's always been good to have great corners. Right, because uh, it used to be you hit two
1: things. You hit quarterback, you hit guy that gets after the quarterback. Now you get those two guys. Let's just say they're above average. You get a lockdown corner. Yeah, I mean... Now your pass rush
0: that was above average has time to get to the quarterback? Yeah. I, I, I think that the young corners that are coming into this game are more prepared to play NFL cornerback than they've ever been. At a more consistent – I mean, shit. You can make the argument that top two, two out of the top three, easily two out of the top five corners in football last year were rookies with Sauce Gardner and Tariq Woolen. I think you can make the argument going into this season that two of the top three, two of the top five are still Sauce Gardner and Tariq Woolen, And, I mean, Patrick Sertan. You've got three guys that are year three and younger that are absolutely primed to be the best cornerbacks in football right now. And I think you've added Christian Gonzalez. I think he's going to be in that conversation. So that guy's... I hate it because he's a patriot, but I think that guy's set himself up and going to be in position to have a damn good rookie year and, and take advantage of the fact that Bill Belichick's his head coach. I no. like it. I No,
1: Bill Belichick knows how to mold a cornerback. I don't know what it is about him and corners that can just figure it out
0: but they've got it figured out yeah I mean, he's he, he can do it. I mean look at again he let Stefan Gilmore go and was like fuck it I got Jack Jones and everybody's like who the fuck is Jack Jones and then Jack Jones is one of the best corners in football I just the dude's just a wizard with corners and not very often you get a corner that has the athletic ability that Christian Gonzalez has And I just I hate it Kind of like Travis Kelsey's mustache But it's here Somebody's going to have to deal with it Did the mustache thing throw you off? It did just a little <laughs> bit Just a little bit
1: um, And then I guess I've got I feel like We haven't touched it yet it's low-hanging fruit. Quarterback battle out on the west coast. Trey Lance has apparently been lighting it up in camp. Brock Purdy's
0: back out there. Brock Purdy's looking like Brock Purdy. Um, I saw reports that said Trey was struggling there for a few days. I mean, I don't know if I don't know if that's continued, but I, I saw one day. So the opening two days of camp,
1: they were saying Brandon Allen was the best quarterback on the field if you guys don't know who Brandon Allen is that's because you don't watch pigs football um, and I don't blame you because when Brandon Allen was quarterback there wasn't pigs football to watch They he would beat LSU every year for the battle of the golden boot that was it they'd lose every other game it's bad but since then They've been consistently going... The, the two of them are averaging roughly 12 out of their 16 throws in practice. And with an interception. They're averaging an interception a day. Which, from reports, Javon Kenlaw is throwing offensive linemen around like ragdolls. Um, at one point, I've seen a report that he manhandled Trent Williams...
0: That's terrifying.
1: Yeah. Uh, they're saying that on defense, Javon Kenlaw's the best player on defense, and on offense, Brandon Ayuk is the best player on offense, which you and I have both wondered how Ayuk hasn't gotten paid or isn't talked about as a top wide receiver just based off of his route running. And it's just because of the team around him, obviously. But when, That's right. For your quarterbacks to be averaging an interception a day against, you can't even name all the star. That I I I'm blessed to have a team loaded with as many stars, without having to go out and find stars like they do out in L.A. To rent a Super Bowl win. See where that led them. Oh yeah, last in the well, second to last because if you lose
0: to the Cardinals, you fucking suck. I mean they might I saw today that uh, Granddaddy Stetson Bennett Was throwing lasers at practice I wonder if he's going to snap his
1: hip When Nick Bosa hits him mm. Probably right. On the Trey Lance thing Obviously Brock's coming out being Brock We talked about the Buccaneers earlier do you really sit there, look at Baker Mayfield getting beat out, potentially, by Kyle Trask and go, yeah, those are our two guys? Or do you throw up a third to San Francisco and see if they'll take it? I You I, got a second in Kyle Trask. Yeah. Or, hell, throw up a fourth
0: for Mitch Trubisky. I don't think the Steelers would let him go. I don't, I don't think the Steelers would let him go for a fourth. I I genuinely don't. I think that if you threw the, if you threw a fourth at him for Trubisky, they would look at you and go, no thanks. Why not? How about this? Jacoby Brissett. He's a free agent still. No, he's not. Did he sign? Jacoby Brissett is a uh, commander.
1: I'll be damned. I didn't know that. I thought he was a free agent.
0: Nope, he's a commander.
1: Um, oh, Teddy B. That's it. A- Teddy B is a free agent but it's funny we've circled back around to the bucks but i feel like they're one of the few quarterback needy teams in the league right now you've got the uh, other teams have rookies that they're they're trying to trot out it's your third year with Kyle Trask yeah, i had is. I, I had a little bit of hope I'm sorry if if Tom Brady retires and you don't turn around and go yep you're my guy and you have to bring in Baker mayfield Baker it it's funny how when i when I say this shit to be a douchebag I've come across as a douchebag but when I say it as as a fact you brought in Baker Mayfield you might as well brought in Sam darnold uh, But guess what one team tried that already they they had the first pick in the draft. I get they traded to get there, but uh,
0: they had the first pick in the draft, and it's not like they traded up very far. I mean, jumping from nines kind of a jump, but no, I get it. So, uh, what other teams
1: out there would need a quarterback?
0: I mean, the Commanders seem happy with Sam Howell.
1: And I'm surprised with what I'm hearing out of Commander's Camp with how well Sam Howell's taking everything. It it kind of seems
0: like he's... I'm not saying he's going to be great. uh, If he could be Kirk Cousins... I think you'd take Kirk Cousins out of him every day of the week. You have to. Hell, that's exactly what that franchise needs. They need
1: another Kirk Cousins. Hell, if Kirk retired... Spent his last two years because I, I got a feeling he's going to finish out this uh, this year with the Vikings, and the Vikings are probably going to be like, "We got to give." We don't know who, but we got to we got to try and get over the hump.
0: We we just paid seventy five million fully guaranteed to Kirk. Let's do something different,
1: <laughs> right? Like you are not going to go, hey, Kirk, here is thirty five. Is Kirk worth thirty five every day of the week? Especially if Danny Dimes is getting that.
0: But is Kirk worth 35? <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: <coughs>
0: Excuse me. Yeah,
1: so. So the Commanders are fun. The, the Falcons, they've got Drake London. Or not Drake London. Uh, That's
0: their wide receiver.
1: Yeah. Um, Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter, there we go. Who they seem to be. Uh, he's a second year guy. Who got a little bit of playing time. So, yeah, you have to give him a shot. You're not going to throw him to the... You're not going to throw him out. The Titans have two backup plans, and it looks like their original backup plan is actually turning out to be better than their next backup plan. Who could have ever guessed? And We talked about that last week, where he might not even be on the the team. Which I I think if he's outplaying the guy you just drafted, that's stupid. But... We I've seen teams do stupider shit. That's right. The AFC East is set. Yeah. Uh, even if the Pats don't know what they're doing with Mac Jones.
0: Yeah, I mean they, they, they're they, not
1: going to trade for. They're not going to go out and get Malik Willis. They're not going to go out. And they're not going to get Trey Lance. That that that's not their style. That's not Bill's style. And unless Bill gets fired, it won't be their style.
0: Yeah. No, I I don't know. He doesn't
1: and, go stay in the NFC West. You don't trade him in division. Cool. NFC
0: South. Well, that's kind I of mean, what we're talking about. I mean, aside from the Rams, and I mean you you can't really trade him to the Rams, right? I mean, so you have the NFC South, which he, you have the the Bucks. I, the NFC North, they're set. I mean, I guess if you're trading for him for the for the potential future. And and you're you're looking at him that as this year as a backup, which with the salary it's it's an expensive backup, but the Vikings could make sense. You give him a year, learn that system, and be ready. He goes from weapons to weapons. weapons. Yeah, I mean that that's a great fit. If, if they're willing to look at him that way, that one makes sense. If you're willing to look at him as a backup, uh, I mean, I guess Detroit brought in and Hooker, so maybe not maybe they're not going to do it because they're not going to invest two right, two decent picks on backup quarterbacks um but i mean these teams that have guys that are expiring at the quarterback position maybe they're the ones that make sense and and this isn't a dig at cousins or golf i i think both of them are quarterbacks that with the right pieces around them you can get to a Super Bowl. Are they going to win it for you? I don't know that they're going to win it for you, but they're going to get you there. And Jared Goff has been there. Yeah. And
1: when you actually look at and I gave him too much shit when he was with the Rams. And this was before any actual hatred I had for the Rams. I still hate the city of L.A. But I've made that clear with anything related to the Dodgers. But... Wait, you don't like the Dodgers? The what? Oh, my bad. Shit. Um... But the way he handled himself in L.A. and then his numbers. You're starting to see that Jared Goff,
0: he's not a tier one quarterback. He wasn't the reason the offense went. But but he wasn't the reason it stayed. But he was kind of the reason it kept moving. Yes. Like... And we all know that uh, that was, that was at, Todd Gurley's offense. I'd and put that's him as not, like a middle tier two quarterback. Yeah, I, he, he's a guy you could win with. I mean... You, I... Let...
1: Hear me out. You throw him down in Dallas right now. You have Dak Prescott minus the mistakes with a little bit more deep ball. So, I, mean, I, I think you... I think you can put him... I feel Cousins. like Jared Goff would push the Cowboys over the edge. I don't know if if he's going out and winning the football game. Cuz he's he's not Joe Burrow, he's not Pat, he's not, he's not any of these elite guys. He doesn't have to be though.
0: I, especially in the NFC where he's stayed. Mhm. I I, I I in, in total agreement. I think I think he could be he could be the quarterback on a team that makes it the Super Bowl. I mean, hell, that Lions team is talented. They they might just fucking do it. If he was on the Jets today, with his salary,
1: which I know Aaron Rodgers did a lot, but that's going to give you this year. Let, let's say he, for some reason, went Aaron Rodgers did, right? Now you have Jared Goff in an extremely talented roster with a top seven defense in the league. Not in the AFC, a top seven in the league. More than likely top ten. Offense, not much different than what he's got. I, mean, I, I would I, say that his, their talent's a little bit better. So I think and then collectively as as a group, I feel the Jets are a better team than the Lions. I don't mm-hmm. know if they're better coached, and I love me Rob Sala. Love
0: me some Rob Sala. Dan Campbell presents an energy that it, that we can't quantify. No. Uh, Dan Campbell for president, like
1: taking everybody's kneecaps. It's better than where we're at. So the yeah, the the whole Jared Goff I I get, I don't I can't say I get the Hendon Hooker pick.
0: The Hendon Hooker he's what? 2 years younger than Goff? Sound like that. Yeah. Well, Jared Goff's getting old. Hendon Hooker's 25. Um So
1: like I feel that would be better off having a guy like if 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 you're really set that Jared Goff isn't your quarterback for the next five to seven years and you've got two or three more years left, which is stupid. I, I fully believe that's stupid. I don't see him digressing to the point in three years that you need to move off of him because there's not. He, I don't, we've said it before about different quarterbacks. He's Alex Smith. He's the embodiment of Alex Smith He says the right things He, he does the right things He's a nice guy uh, like, like A great human being People don't talk about that enough With some of these people The way he checks it down He doesn't make his mistakes He moves when he needs to Jared Goff is Alex Smith 2.0 yeah, I mean, and, and it's prob- not like an update; it's it's a graphics card update to where it it's just shinier and new. Yeah,
0: I, I mean, probably a little better deep ball, but
1: maybe. I mean, hell, obviously, Alex Smith in San Francisco didn't do anything because they had nothing to give him except for Vernon Davis. Alex Smith got to Kansas City; they gave him Tyreek Hill, and they're like, "Let's see if you have an arm." And they're like, "Okay, it's not that big." If we line Tyreek up twenty yards behind the line of scrimmage, give him a running start, you can get it. But like, not a huge arm, an accurate arm,
0: a good arm. Yeah. Um. So we're we're going a little long here. Um. I have, I have a list that I presented. To you. List, not lisp. Just, I'm not sure how that sounded, but it kind of felt like I said lisp. Oh, dude, I'm fighting a sinus infection from hell. I know you can hear it. I'll say it, It's getting worse as we're going here. That's why I'm going to try and present this list, and, and we'll get out of here after this. Um, a list of remaining free agents in the NFL. This is not a full list. This is just a list of players that... Notable have, players. Notable players that are relevant. You have... Dalvin Cook, Kareem Hunt, Ezekiel Elliott, Leonard Fournette, Jadavian Clowney, Yannick Ngakwe, Isaiah Rogers, Dalton Reisner, John Johnson, Teddy Bridgewater, Kenny Galladay, Melvin Ingram, Kyle Van Noy, Jarvis Landry, Logan Ryan, Julio Jones, Robert Quinn, Carson Wentz, Anthony Barr, Ronald Darby, Justin Houston, and Ben Jones, just to name a few. Ladies and gentlemen, it may be time for the NFL to expand.
1: Most of those guys, and I think the reason a lot of them aren't on rosters right now, obviously, a lot of those running backs are visiting places. Teams aren't wanting to pay the running back position. We could harp on that for another two and a half hours, The whole deal, though, with Yannick Ngakwe, Anthony Barr, um, any one
0: of those defensive ends. (laughs) Robert Quinn, Kyle Van Noy. I mean, Melvin Ingram's probably not that level anymore. But, I mean, Van Noy and Yannick Ngakwe and Robert Quinn. Right there. I know a team that's two hours north of here. That needs help. I, I genuinely believe they could use some pass rush help. And I realize they're they're kind of tied up because they have only like $500,000 until they figure something out with Chris Jones. But I, I know a team that could use some of those guys. In The
1: Eagles, the Niners, the Bills, the Bengals, the Chiefs, the Jags. So if you're any. E, That's half that list is going to end up on those six rosters. You want to know why? Because they are overvaluing themselves right now. And when it comes time of week one, and they're still not signed. They're going to go, is money worth it? Or do I want to go out and get a ring? And you'll see. Because those guys that want the money are going to sign with the Titans. Mm-hmm. They're going to sign with the Patriots. I felt like a dig at Hopkins. Wasn't unintentional, but it is now. Fuck it. it it's The guys that are wanting a ring are going to sign with one of those six teams. They're going to sign with the Cowboys. Seven teams.
0: Say I. I looking at this list, I see two two names that probably probably nobody is paying attention to that I just listed off. There's two names on this list that scream to me of shocking: Dalton Reisner and Ben Jones, both plus interior offensive linemen. How do you? How do you not have those guys signed? Um, I know these two teams, or one
1: of these two teams, did work in the offseason to fix their outline. Uh, Cincinnati looking at you, uh, Buffalo looking at you. Yeah. What are you guys doing? I mean, you've got, you've got two guards. You have two starting caliber guards. You need one. Go get one. You, here's the thing flip a quarter with each other and pick one. Call it in the air. Whoever wins gets their pick. Guess what? It's a 50-50 shot. You get the guy you wanted to begin with.
0: <laughs> Neither one of them is a bad option. I mean, they're both better than Burrow and Allen getting pressure directly in the face from Chris Jones. I mean, I prefer them getting pressure directly in the face no. from Chris Jones. I, I, I mean, but I get it.
1: Yeah. Uh, Jalen Hurts, same thing.
0: I Their offensive line good enough. Their offensive I, line is great they do need guard help. Their center and their tackles are phenomenal. And I, I think they've got they've got players that I think they believe in on the interior. And and I'll uh, you you could say the same thing about the 49ers. I
1: obviously I know who Colton McKivitz is because I I'm a psychopath. But I that that comes with Trusting Shanahan to pick offensive linemen off the fucking street for some reason, like he does running backs. It's fair because it seems to work. You're not you're not wrong. Uh, who's that guard? I don't know. He just threw somebody. Uh,
0: I don't. I don't get it. I just had the mental image of of putting a projector on the wall and just blacked out a photo of somebody and the, the who's that Pokemon thing playing, <laughs> and Ryan's going to nail every 49er. Oh, uh, that's funny. So, uh, no, my thought went to the uh, college
1: football game. I can't remember what game it was. It was, either you know, last year or two years ago. Guard grabbed the defensive end on the stunt and threw him. I think he tore the left tackle's ACL on the play. Threw him right into the left tackle. Yeah. That was the first thing that came to my mind after I said it. I know you know exactly what play I'm oh talking God, about. I you're do.
0: Like, I don't remember who it was, but I do. remember Terrifying, because um, I think
1: I sent you that. I was like, I need him on my team today. Uh, Any guard can grab a guy and throw him. He didn't push him down, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't seen, the, for those of you that have seen the video, you're watching it in your head right now. Like you know, he picked him up. He picked him up by the chest plate, and threw him and ruin his left tackle's life. Poor guy wasn't even out of his stance yet. I mean, he, he was just getting that kick step and that toe planted just enough to grab. So when that defensive end was spinning and ended up seven yards away from where he started, not entirely sure how and why his back hurts and why he's on top of the left tackle screaming in agony...
0: Oh, goodness. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's about that time. We're going to wrap this thing up. I know it's a Hall of Fame game, but enjoy the fact that there is football this week. Live football. And for the next, I believe, 34 consecutive weeks, there will be football on television on either Saturday or Sunday. So enjoy it. Get That's some just rest. mainstream because we have the XFL
1: to look forward to That's as well. Fair. Holy shit. Um, We've only really gone eight weeks without football this year, and up until about three weeks ago, there was a USFL. Fuck that league.
0: So buckle up; it's about to be a shit show. But this is the Too Fat to Play podcast, and you're ready. To, and you're always prepared for that. You know what you tune into. We're going to out of here, everybody. Take care of each other. Love one another. And always remember, fuck the Cowboys.